I am David Okwesi. I'll be holding this. I'll be hosting this podcast. Welcome to the Uncut Ninety. So with us, I have Emeka Gede. I have Terry Wasa. I have Big Rom. Ironically, we have Big Rom with us, and I have Lil Pep. So let's get right into it. Manchester United just announced that Odion Egal will be joining the club. Um, as a Manchester United fan, I have a lot of emotions about it. And I want to ask a fellow Manchester United fan, Kari Wasa, what his opinions are about this. I mean, I can see so many people online acting crazy as if, you know, it's like the worst signing ever and, you know, the club is going down the hill while this, this, but it's not that bad of a signing. It's just a, what, six month long and it's really just to come and fill up space, you know. So it's, uh, I see it as a win-win because if he doesn't do well, we will like... The 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 expectations are not high over Odio Nigalo. And if he comes in and just helps with scoring a couple goals here and there, you know, then we would have gotten what we wanted from him. So it's not that big of a deal. There was so much uproar online. You know, there's an girl, oh my God, like, people need to calm down. It's not that serious. Okay, so... so um, I'm not bothered about it. Okay, so I, I, I wanted to ask you, so... With the signature of Odion Gallo, thinking about it, uh, you signed Bruno Fernandes and Odion Gallo. What does that signal about the direction of the club currently, in your opinion? Was there any strategy? Like, what do you see as a fan? You know, if you were to indoctrinate somebody into the club, like, how would you tell them where is the club going now? I mean, right now we are trying to push With for those the top two four, trying to make sure we we qualify for the Champions League, you know, we, you can't always get a good deal in January all the time, you know, sometimes you have to do some makeshift stuff, but the Bruno signing, does a pretty good signing, I watched him against Wolves, he's pretty tidy in midfield, you know, passes quick, quick feet, everything, so that, that moving forward would be a good signing for us, and the Odio Nigalo signing, like I said, is more of a stopgap he can fill in a role that we need him to to from now till the season is over. So, you know, there's no, you know, there's no reason to feel like the whole world is ending because we signed the Gallo. Okay. Okay. So, Emeka, again, I know that you are a proponent of Odion Gallo. You've said some things about him in the past. What is your opinion about this? And the same question to you. No, so uh, this is very important. I need you guys to pay attention. See, right? You have to understand at the end of the day, this is Manchester United we're talking about, guys. We are not talking about Leicester City. We're not talking about Sheffield United. We're not talking about Watford. We're not talking about Bournemouth. This is Manchester United. So you have to ask yourself is Odion Igalo the caliber of player that should be playing for Manchester United? You have to ask yourself that question. A 30-year-old guy coming from China of Nigerian descent, why is that necessary? I don't know. But a 30-year-old striker coming in from China, is that really what Manchester United needs right now to get to the next level? I would say no. 
I would say no. And people are talking about, oh, well, you know, the January transfer window is a difficult one. You know, it's not easy to get players. But somehow, Dortmund was able to get Haaland, right? Somehow, Tottenham just signed our Dutch boy. What's his name again? Um, Steven Berger. Exactly. Exactly. So, and these two individuals are young. They are vibrant. They are the caliber of players that you actually want to start building your team with. But instead, this guy has gone to sign Odioni Gallo. So, I, David, would like to say that I think it was a very terrible transfer. I mean, I'm happy for my fellow Nigerian. Don't get me wrong. This is the first Nigerian to ever play for Manchester United, the biggest club in the world, arguably, or at least top three. We know that for a fact. And so I'm happy for him, but this is not the caliber of player that man you need, in my opinion. But that's, that's where I stand. Okay, okay. So, same thing. So, with that signing, what what do you think is going to happen? Do you think he's going to hit the ground running? You've, you've watched him play. like Absolutely. Odion Igalo will actually, and this is the ironic part, he will actually get goals. He won't score as many as I'm sure you guys would like for him to score, but he will get goals. However, the point still remains that is it really a 30-year-old striker coming from China? That is supposed to be the core of now Man United. That is supposed to be start bringing the goals that they need. But that is not why we're signing him. We're not signing him to be the core, dude. We so we know young, that Rashford is have, out, and you guys need to. We have Rashford. young strikers coming up to the on, club. Rashford, Martial, no problem, Greenwood. no problem. But we know that Rashford is out, right? And this is a stopgap situation. So, but Rashford like, is out, right? If we signed Zlatan, like, are we signing Zlatan to come and be the core? No, it's a stopgap. Yo, you know, was you see you say things that are supposed to sound catchy, stop gap, stop gap. What the fuck? What are you talking about, my guy? The point is that these guys are signing in a player that is supposed to come and bang in goals. And Odeon is not the caliber of player that should be playing for Manchester United. Stop gap, stop gap. You can go and stop your gap with Haaland and other people that you can use for longer periods of time that will bring in money for the club. Yeah, gap. but then but then that now is not a stop gap. What are we arguing? Do you know what the word means? Okay. Okay. So big rom. Big Ram, do I have Big Ram with me? Okay. On the issue of winter transfers. Oh, we have Big Ram with us. Okay, so your name is Big, it's for the listeners, Big Ram is, is it's a short, shortening of Romelu Lukaku. Um, he, Manchester United sold Lukaku two weeks before the transfer window closed. And in the January transfer window, ended up with Odin Igalo. What do you think about the entire situation? I guess we don't. I guess we don't have a big round with us. Okay, then off of that, yeah, I just like to pivot from there. On the issue of winter transfers, yeah, we've spoken about Audio Nigallo, but we have Bruno Fernandez. Are, are there any other uh, winter t- uh, transfers that are enticing to you guys? Which ones are you looking out for? Lil Pep, I'll let you take this one. <clears throat> so, um,. I'll, I'll talk about my team, Barcelona. We we signed uh two you know rising prospects, two one. I'm sorry, <laughs> what was funny? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> okay, we signed uh two rising prospects. One Portuguese. I saw highlights of him. He looks really good. And then we Does signed. Name? What's his name? Oh, Trin Trincao. Trincao. His name. His last name is Trincao. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah, you're likely not pronouncing it right, but I've never heard of him. So. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter. You, 
<laughs> you don't have to hear of him. But he looks he looks really good and he has a similar style to um Bernardo Silva. We also signed another Brazilian prospect. And he's also, he's also gonna come in um in the summer transfer window. So yeah, those those are the two signings that to me stood out. So another one that stood out to me was uh Emery Chan to Dortmund. I feel like Oh, not Haaland yeah. to Dortmund who has scored seven goals in three games. I mean, but the Holland situation, I'm not too excited about because this this usually happens with Dortmund strikers, like new Dortmund strikers. They always have the streak, like for the first two three months, where they just keep banging in goals. Paco Alcasa was one of them. Batshuayi was one of them at one point. Aubameyang was one of them. So, like, I'm not too excited. I just want to see what happens after, like, you know, the, that honeymoon stage. So, I'm not too excited about Holland right now. Okay. But in return, in return is like, you know. One one good signing for Dortmund. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so yeah. I, I know you're a Manchester City fan. Uh, your club mm-hmm. didn't make any winter signings. What's going on there? Oh, Pep said we didn't need anyone, and I said that. If I remember, like the first the first episode for um, this podcast, I said that um, the only way that I'll see Pep probably not winning the Champions League is if he doesn't, you know, get defensive reinforcements, <laughs> and he didn't. He didn't sign anyone, and Laporte is injured again, and he still just refused to sign, you know, any defensive cover. So, I, I don't know what he's, you know, I don't agree with what he's doing right now, but then again, hold he's on, a genius. Wow, did Leo Pep say he doesn't agree with what Pep is doing right now? I don't, actually, I take that back. I don't see what he's doing. But he's a genius. Uh, so you don't, so you don't see him I, I, I believe I believe in the process. You guys can jump in. So wait, basically, you're saying he's a genius and you are stupid. That's what you're saying because you. I, I didn't say that. I didn't see what I can't like. You, it's fine. Sometimes you know you don't see what someone is doing, but you can you know later on like you know it takes time. And yeah, you know, like, yeah. So oh, basically, that's and that's exactly what you're saying. You don't. Like, have being stupid. You not you, seeing it does not okay, make you. Fine, you, you okay, think he's, okay uh, what you think he's laying his exit plan? Do you think he's already ready to go, George? Pep does not stay at a club for like more than four or five years. You understand? He doesn't do that. So I don't expect him to stay for after. Maybe he'll stay after this season, but maybe twenty twenty two. I'm pretty sure he's gonna leave. Because yeah, he doesn't stay for that but, long. But but why doesn't he stay for long? Like why? How how do you understand this? Like. You know, he wants new challenges. Like sometimes you can't motivate. Like after he won a treble in England, and he he got ninety points in his second season. I'm pretty sure this season or the next two seasons is going to focus on the Champions League. Once he gets that, you know, once he gets the trophies, I'm pretty sure you know there's nothing more for him to do. He needs a new challenge. Okay. So yeah, okay. he's going to move on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if he doesn't win the Champions League, he won't leave. He's still gonna leave. He still wants a new challenge. It didn't happen. If he doesn't win it, it doesn't. Right, it's not so the end. No, Pep, real, yeah. real quick, think of all the clubs in football. Where else can Pep go? That would be a new challenge for him. Oh no, he can still go to Italy. Actually, he can go to Juventus. They are looking for a Champions League too. Yeah. He can go there and try them a Champions League. Yep, I agree with that. Actually, he can go to PSG. PSG needs a Champions League. He can yeah. go there and get them a yeah. Champions League. So I don't. <laughs> okay, okay. He can go to United, right. but I don't. I don't think he's gonna do that. No, I am. There was a signing that uh, happened that was very interesting. You know, 
everyone is going in on United for the Galo thing. Just uh, we spoke about Piatek on the last post- podcast, I think, and he ended up going to Hertha Berlin. Uh-huh. That was that was very interesting. Also, I think I said Danny Omo, like he's like a midfielder, but he can strike. He's a player who I like. He went to Leipzig, you know. So these are good, good forward players that went to other clubs. Yeah, Carrie, can I ask you, do you think Chelsea were wrong to not sign anybody? To not, do you think they, do you think they were wrong? Mm, I won't say that they were wrong. I think, I think they pretty much have the squad to achieve the goals that they want to achieve this season. And that's, in my opinion, to what it seems like, from my opinion, is just to solidify that. Champions League position. I think they they are in the next round of the Champions League. I I won't say obviously they want to move forward, but being real, they know that they will be knocked out either this round or the next round. And with the squad they have, they can focus on getting as many points in the Premier League to solidify their position. So they're fine. I think they're probably planning. Big summer moves. Mm. So, like, like what, what, yeah. what I don't understand about Chelsea because they had they had a transfer ban, right? And they they petitioned to get you know the transfer ban reduced based yeah. on what I was reading. So um, I don't understand why why would you petition to get it reduced to January and then when you get it reduced, you didn't make any transfer in January? Is it maybe they didn't get their That's, targets or like? That really doesn't mean anything. Like, if I can get my ban off, why not get my ban? But why go through that whole process if you're not really going to sign anyone? That's the thing. They may have tried to sign someone. Like, because the club doesn't sign anyone doesn't mean that they were not mm-hmm. talking to players and trying talking to clubs, trying to maybe it just didn't work out the way they wanted it to. And they're like, you know what? We'll just wait till the summer where we can get exactly what we want for the prices we want. And with our current squad, and looking at how like nobody's even really challenging them for that fourth spot right now, they they have a good enough team. It's also key. They also didn't sell anyone. They didn't really let anyone go. Mm-hmm. So they still have Giroud, Bashwai, and Abraham up top. You know, some of their defenders that were injured are coming back in the last game. Rudiger scored two goals. Didn't he just come back a couple of weeks ago? Mm-hmm. You know. So I mean they. They are solid for potentially being in only the EPL, fighting for top four, because I actually don't know their matchup in the Champions League, but I I don't think anyone is expecting Chelsea to go past the next round or the quarterfinal round. So they they will have a fit and good enough and big enough squad to end the season strong. So there's no problem. Okay, so uh, Emek, I want to ask you off of that. So Tammy Abraham hasn't scored in the last 10 games. I know he's part of, part of your bad boys, and he's also of Nigerian descent. Do you think that Chelsea were wrong or were in the wrong or did not do their due diligence in getting at least a striker in? Nah, nah. So actually, they definitely do not need a striker. They have enough. All they need to do is modify the way they play. I mean, if you have Tammy Bashwai and Olivier, you can figure out a way to get a goal or at least, you know, a few goals from 
between the three of them. I mean, and if they did get a striker, now they're just stacking up on strikers for no reason because I don't think they had any plans to let go of Bashwai or Giroud. So I think it was it was right for them to keep. Also, Tammy has been delivering now. It's not now okay. He's having a, a, a you know a run of, of a bad run of form now. So you just get rid of him and then you bring in somebody. No, you believe you show belief in your players and you you know you try to like work with what they you know what you, what you have. And so I I honestly think that I thought that Chelsea was going to try and strengthen their back four. You know I thought Zuma was not really doing as well as he could have. I thought Aspili is getting tired. You know, sometimes Tomori is playing, sometimes Christensen is playing, who is really a starter, I'm not entirely sure. And then, yeah, I guess their left side is not bad. But ultimately, like, I thought they were going to strengthen the back four, and they didn't. You know, I think they, they, they've been quite poor defensively, less so offensively. And I don't know, I think I noticed that Tammy stopped scoring when uh, Lampard started to, you know, try to bring in Pulisic into the squad more so. And I thought Tammy was scoring a lot more when Mount was actually playing alongside him, not alongside per se, but right behind him. And so I think that threw his his game off a little bit. But you know, I still think Tammy's gonna bounce back, man. Uh he's still a bad boy. You know, I look after my Nigerians. He said he wants to play for England, but it's okay. It's okay. It's a better it's a better nation to play for. Man. But uh no no no, honestly I think Chelsea's gonna make a comeback. Now to 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 add to that, sorry, uh Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal, I know, is a whole segment, but let me just say that Arteta did not did not do well this transfer window. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I thought he he was very poor. I I, I definitely wanted to see the likes of Mustafi, you know, get on a Greyhound bus and be shipped out to somewhere far away, and that did not happen, you know. And obviously, Ozil is still in the club. I've been saying this: we need a purge. I've been saying this since that we need a purge. Half the squad needs to leave, but somehow nobody left. Somehow nobody left. So I don't even think... Oh, by the way, I also disagree with Kerry. Kerry, what he said was absolute nonsense. I think Lampard is still going to go for the Champions League. Yes, he doesn't have the best team, but he's definitely going to still do his best in that competition. Note that I said... No, you're saying that, that people do not believe not that he can go far, so he's just probably going to settle what he has and now work on... That's all BS. I'm telling you that he's going to go for it. And That's no one. Oh, why are you mis... No problem. No problem. I let you finish. I, I let you finish. So then, ultimately, guys, uh, that's my point. That, that ultimately, we should really look at what Arsenal is doing. That's why today we're tying with Burnley. I know Burnley beats Man United. Kerry can tell you guys more about that. But, but my point is, Arteta could have done a lot better. He okay. really could have. So who, who, that's, that's really my issue. Who, who did you think, number one, just off the top of your head, he should have gone out and put the money on the table? Dude, again, again, I am not going to Look. There are players that are quality in Italy that need to come to England. Chiro is languishing in Lazio. We do not need Chiro Immobile in Lazio. This guy is built for England. He started he, he, he's a fantastic goal today. By That's the way. what I'm he's saying. Too. Chiro is not built for that, that lower league. But, but, you guys, Italy? On, but, but you guys have like four strikers. Exactly. And we're not scoring, right? So do we really have four strikers? <laughs> That's my point. Do we really have four strikers? You guys have seen Aubameyang, Aubameyang. When I heard that Barcelona was trying to sign Aubameyang, ask people. I was happy because I want the guy to go. If you guys had watched Aubameyang today, then you know that the guy is an absolute joke. He's an absolute joke. There was a chance that he had. I literally thought at least, okay, targets. The guy, I don't know if he I was angry at a cameraman. I don't know if the fan, you know, these fans in England, sometimes they are racist. So he really looked deliberate the way he did nonsense with the ball. 
And Lacazette has gone, what, 11 games, now 12 games almost, no go. These people, they all need to leave the squad. But like, they uh, all need to leave the squad. Okay. Chiro Immobile should not... Haaland, Chiro Immobile, these people, they, 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 that's what we need, David. That's what we need in the club. But that's, that, that, that should tell you the trajectory of the EPL game where it's headed to right now. If you guys are making the signings of Igalo and Haaland and all... No, 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 guy, 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 guy. I'm George, just telling you right now. George, first of all, watch the way you reference the EPL. Let me just address you now personally, man to man. Address him. Watch the way you address the EPL. All right, that's don't, one. Don't, don't do it much. Two, 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 George, let's not forget that you, 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 you guys, Barca, you guys are not doing that well either. You guys are not doing that well. We are not. But guess Ex- what? We are exactly. three, three points of the top of the table. Yeah, because exactly. you are in the farmers' league. Yeah, in the what? Exactly. You are you're, uh, you're in the farmers' George, league. Okay. George, I'll tell you that if we had the likes of Suarez and to Fati, uh, 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 Lionel Messi, and Griezmann. so on and so forth, we would be banging those Rock, left, right, and center. Exactly. So, in fact, I don't even know why you're here. I, I don't know. Do you, you like the Super Bowl? You want to go watch? But you should. Nah, you should watch that. You should actually go no, honestly, watch that because I don't honestly, see why you support I, I, Arsenal. Honestly, did you see? Did you guys see who the likes of 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 of, of Dortmund went and look at what Inter is doing? I don't yeah, know. I'm you can explain what happened with Inter's Inter's budget. But why are they able to sign everybody? They assign bad players. They sign only one good player. Like, do not hype Inter Milan. Dude, they have signed at least four good players. Lukaku is banging in goals. Sanchez is a good backup player to have. Okay, they've okay, got so Sanchez is, is a good player to have. A good backup player to have. We all know Sanchez's ability. I mean, he had depression at Manchester United. You can't blame him, but we all know his ability. He's a good player. He's a well. He's a decent player. And then, obviously, they just signed Ericsson. I don't know why they signed Victor Moses. It's a bit unclear. But my point is, they've been they signing... signed Ashley Young. They signed Victor Moses. Victor Moses wasn't Victor Moses part of that Conte team that won the yes. EPL? Yes. Yes. So yes. why are you? Why are you? Are you I don't. Yeah. Know. What, I don't, I don't know why, but for some reason, a lot of Nigerian people I speak to have this sort of I don't know animus towards Victor Moses. But when I watch him, he seems like one of the. He makes mistakes, sure. But he seems like a, he has, you know, tactical ability. Or uh, am I seeing things? He does. Yeah. No, Victor Moses is good. Like, I haven't run into this group of people. Nigerians know. are speaking of. I'm just saying that they didn't need. Yeah, nothing is bad. Like I'm him. just saying that they didn't need that signing. That's what I'm saying. And the way Conte plays, Victor Moses will thrive in that, in that formation. It's possible. I mean, now oh, sure, he's a yeah. bit older now. But guys, honestly, Man United also messed up. I'm not going to lie to you. Bruno Fernandes is not any better than Ceballos. <laughs> I'm not sure why they spent 49 or 47 million euros. Uh, I w- is this why I wish I ha- we had Big Rom on? Because Big Rom said that Bruno Fernandes was a flop twice in Italy. And suddenly, we are supposed to believe he's a Pogba re- replacement. He is definitely not. I'm telling you, he is not any better than Sebastian. I'm telling you now. Oh, why, why are you listening to Moyo when it comes to all these issues? He said he was a flop. He was young. He went to what team was it? Uh, uh, Udinese. He he barely even played, like you know, and all of this. Like the past two years, he has been amazing at Sporting. So now I will be now want to go back to when he went to Italy when he was a kid and said that he he uh, he flopped. Come on now. Oh wow. Okay. Um, I to, I'm gonna and then, and George, then, George, George, what do you and think? Then George, no, George, that's a good excuse that I, I'm going to start using. But yeah, it's not a good excuse. Like if we want to, we want to talk about his 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 career. Like 
his recent career is way better than you know when he was younger so it shows growth actually it shows that he has improved so but he improved in portugal that's one that's one and two if, if these so are the what, opinions we're having of people then why do you look down on lukaku yeah why do you look down other leagues in general that's that's my thing who who looks down on other leagues he called other leagues farmers league <laughs> he said la liga is a farmers no, no, league no, 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 no. yes i especially look down on la liga because Barcelona and Real Madrid are so much better than everyone else. And they're better than everyone in the world. It does that's like that's just fact. And especially in that league, nobody else can compete with them. Oh my goodness. You know? Anyway. So I had I had watched so Bruno Fernandez highlights. I'm now watching them one more time. This guy Oh my goodness. Also, yeah, Emeka, I want to ask you about the player, the one player that Arsenal signed. Like, what do you think about Cedric? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 you can ask me, it's fine. You can ask me, it's fine. So, no, you can ask me, it's fine. So, what do you think about Cedric? What do you think? No, I asked you. Exactly. How are you asking me? Exactly. <laughs> so, what you think is what I think, too. So, why are you asking me? What you think is what I think. Why are you asking me a stupid question? You know what you think. You know what you think. Okay. But, okay. But. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Daniel, you know what's funny? Daniel actually called us signing two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel called us signing two years ago. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. You guys don't you guys don't see that there's something there's a greater power that's acting. There's a greater power. A greater power at work. We don't see it, but it's there. Because the guy is seeing that we can't score goals and then he goes and he gets Cedric. But I but, 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 but to be to be realistic though, think about it. It's Aubameyang, Lacazette. Martinelli is now is being looked at by other clubs. Like you guys, that's enough firepower. I guy. David, please, did you watch the Arsenal game today? I, I, I did not. I did not have the chance to. Okay, no problem. I'll, I'll, I personally will send you the link <laughs> so that you can watch the extended highlights on YouTube. You go watch Obama Young's performance and then never bring his name up again to me in your life again, please. Okay. In your life again, don't ever okay. do it. But um, I, I want to... In his whole life? In his whole life. I, I, right. uh, Carrie, I want to address something from the last podcast. The last podcast, sure. we were adamant that uh, uh, Man City was going to beat Spurs. Everyone, nobody okay. gave Mourinho a chance. And today, I'm seeing that Spurs kept a clean sheet against Man City. Break that down for us. I'm so happy like you brought this up because there's a trap that's easy for fans to fall into, which you have fallen into. I don't know, you were walking, you didn't look on the ground, you didn't see the trap, you just fell into it. And now, um, did you watch the game? I did watch the game. The whole game, like first or just part of it? I I came, I saw the second half, but like I saw exactly. Half, okay, half, so, so you saw so, of the first half, like I said, I've seen. So you, of it. basically, yeah. you watched the part where they after they got the red card and it looked no, like no, 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 it no, was no, Tottenham no. that played well. When, when I I saw Aguero, you know, when he hit the post. I saw that chance. I saw the whole penalty fiasco. 
I think the Sterling thing was a penalty. The second one was still a penalty, but they said he was already. Yeah, basically, down. City City pretty much dominated the game. The setup of the game was exactly how I expected. Tottenham in low blocks. That's Mourinho's favorite thing: low blocks, organized. You know, set up the team and City dominated the game. Played very well. Broke broke the low blocks a couple of times. They just were not clinical enough. That is on City for not taking their chances. Played so well, got the PK, missed the PK. So first off, you can't be missing your chances. You know, you work so hard to create them, don't miss them, put them away. Aguero missed chances, Gundogan missed the PK. Then second half, they were still playing better, missing chances. And the game obviously changed. Last time we spoke about his style, Jose Mourinho's style. You know, defend in low blocks and then use your fast-placed and technical players to beat the other team when they lose. That's exactly what happened. And that's even how the red card came about. You know, they were defending. They got the ball back. This guy starts sprinting away. Zinchenko runs to do a tactical foul. Booms, second yellow. And from that point on, <clears throat> Mourinho then takes advantage of the game. So it's not like Tottenham came and wowed us. It's not like they did anything that was amazing. They just went, took advantage of, you know, the situation. So City were supposed to win that game. I'm not going to look at the box score and now, you know, use that to judge the game. I actually watched the game. They were dominant throughout the whole game. So our... um. The way we were reading the game was wasn't wrong. It's just that you know no one was expecting a red card. No one was expecting them to miss chances like they did. So it really doesn't change anything about both teams. They are still the way they are. You know, Pep is still going to set up his team the same way, dominate the ball. You know, but be more clinical, which is what City so, have been over the past so, two so years. That so this was just uh, it, it was it a fluke? Basically, because the amount of from how from what you're talking about, it sounds like it was just a freak accident that Mourinho won. I mean, I won't say freak. Just taking it too far, saying it's a fluke. It is not like he did not have a plan. His plan is the same plan. So his plan is just, just that just to hope that so many like just so many weird stuff happen like that from that tactical foul to the post and like Sterling had a chance that. You know, yeah, well, and like yeah. that's yeah. that's why the loss is is not Tottenham's win. It's a City's loss. City lost the game. So not Mourinho they won did the not game. take the they they did not take their chances. That's what happens if you if you don't take your chances. Not only against Tottenham, if you don't take your chances against any other team, there's a potential that you will get punished later in the game. Okay, and that's exactly what happened. If that red card didn't happen, we know that. The, all those goals that Tottenham scored aren't aren't happening. That's not like no chance. Am I feel free? Go ahead. Yeah, no, we don't know that. That's a hypothetical statement that cannot be backed up. I mean, they easily could have equally won with eleven, eleven. I mean, there's no guarantee. That they but the, but no guarantee the fact of the matter is is that the game changed after yes, the red card. Yes, right? I have seen teams with red cards win games. Is that possible as well? It is not beyond a team with a red card to win a game. We saw Arsenal yeah. versus Chelsea. When we got a red card, we didn't lose the game. We tied the game. 
right? So it is possible for a team to put up a fight with a man down. It is possible. So okay. you cannot take credit away from Tottenham because City didn't do blah, 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 blah. That's BS. Give credit where credit is due. They went in and they won the game. When it was 11-11, were they winning? No, they were not winning. Yes, they missed chances, but Tottenham missed chances too. So we cannot say that, oh... Which, what? Which, which chances did Tottenham Okay, so they had zero shots and zero goals. Uh, zero shots are targeted the first time. Okay, you can pull up they the stats and tell me. They had two shots, two goals. Two shots on target, two goals. Exactly. First. So that's fine. Exactly. So that's fine. And that happened after the red card. So tell me the so chances no that they problem. missed before the red so card. So no problem. So, okay, but they were not losing, right? Yeah, but which chances Hold did on. they miss? So where they losing? losing? So, where they losing? I actually want to cut into this and I want to get to George. George. Oh, come on. George. Yeah. Raheem, I'm here. Raheem Sterling is playing like Daniel James. I watch both players. Daniel James is not a bad player. Raheem Sterling gets literally playing in a very it's a very unusual manner. What is going on there? <clears throat> so Daniel I said David, here's the thing. Um I've actually not really watch Sterling play. I guess that's why he's still on my team. Like, since I made the public statement that I'm not going to watch the EPO anymore, I've not really watched Man City. <clears throat> so I, I can't really, I can't really, like, chime in on, you know, what's going on with Sterling right now. Got you, got you. David, David, I think it's a bit strange that we have somebody who has vowed not to watch the EPL on here. You see what I'm saying? I feel like going forward, maybe George should never be here again. But that's fine. That's fine. But but let me address that since he's a bad boy. David. David. Oh, I forgot he was a bad boy. Yeah, he definitely is a bad boy. David, I think for some reason you have maybe an implicit, maybe innate subconscious bias and disdain towards the prolific... Towards the bad boys? Towards the prolific bad boys. And I need you to really, you know, stop it. It's bullshit. Okay? So... In the grand scheme of things, yes, people sometimes dip in form. There was a time when Aguero was not getting goals. Should they have sold Aguero and bought him more strikers? No, because you know that that is Sergio Aguero. Similarly, yes, Raheem Sterling is just not performing on the level that we know he can perform at. And so he just needs time. You know, I think a lot of it is psychology, you know. Sometimes... You know, when you're used to winning so much, like Raheem, and all of a sudden things are not going on, like, you know, things are not going your way, as is the case right now with Man City. You know, I think people start to, like, put more pressure on themselves, thinking that, okay, you, you know, now I have to step in and solve this, etc. And I think it starts to affect people. Now, the opposite okay. has to be true. Look at Robbie, Bobby Firmino. Bobby Firmino had three assists in the 4-0 cracker against Sutton. Okay? And that's because... For him, it's the opposite effect. That is, your team is now just winning, winning, and all of a sudden, you find I mean, that your the, capacity the, the, to the, affect the, the game... Thing with, the thing with Roberto Firmino is that he, when you watch him, even though he doesn't score, he, his performances are usually quite... Yeah, 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 no, in fact... Standard. I'm saying that I've seen Raheem Sterling, like, literally, like, simple, simple passes, not make them crossing, being very weak... That's the thing. I, I understand the thing you're saying about poor form. Like, I, I, like, I understand that. I cannot listen. It's, not, it's about the overall overlying game, the overall game. That is why I'm asking this question. 
Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I, David. I, you have too, a fair point. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Let me just finish. You have a fair point. I think another thing is Pep. Actually, with all due respect to all the Pep fans, like Lil Pep, because Pep, if you notice, know does a lot of like, you know, chopping, chopping and, and changing. Yes, and so I think. Obviously, you build rapport with people that you play very frequently with, correct? And so if behind you today is KDB, tomorrow it's uh, Rodri, the day after is Gundogan, you know, the day before it was, it was, it was Bernardo. Like, Bernardo's, yeah, at wow. some points, you lose that consistency, you know? You start to try to become, you know, everybody's friend, basically, because you're now trying to build rapport with every single person and every, not everybody has the same style of play. So I think if... Pep also just maintains consistency and just does, you know, certain things more often. Then I think the likes of Sterling will start to pick up as well. I don't know, even KDB has, has kind of dropped, hasn't he? No, no. I watched I, I watch I, I him think... today and he was, the guy plays football like it's FIFA. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I think with Sterling, I think what's happening is Sterling isn't sure of the player that he wants to be when Sterling came up, was coming up at Liverpool, he was ball at his feet, he could take players on, you know, like beautifully, dribble one, two guys, make passes, do one, twos, get in positions. And then when he was coming into prominence at City, he was more like a second striker, less of that winger that takes players on. Okay. You know? So now when I watch him I feel like he has even lost that part of his game, you know, where he takes guys on and he, he basically just plays off of football. the midfield. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because City's midfield is so good and can create chances, you know, guys like KDB, all these guys we've mentioned, he just plays off of the midfield where he doesn't see the ball, he just finishes. If you watch him, that's how most of his goals come. KDB's good crosses into the 18. Man City's good play. He's there just to finish up chances that the striker wouldn't finish, Aguero wouldn't finish, you know. He's the extra body in the 18. He's not involved in any of the build-up play. And for me as a player that used to be more involved in the game than he used to, like, it becomes different. So when you're in a more difficult game, where you have to come out of your position up front and maybe be more engaged with the midfield and play more link up, you know it becomes difficult because you've you've not done it in 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 a long time. You have to drift. You have to play one twos. You you have the ball. If you watch him when he comes out on the left, he really doesn't do anything. He will just control. If a guy is on him, quickly gets rid of the ball. He doesn't take people on, doesn't dribble. Remember Sterling? Yeah. Remember what yeah, Sterling used to do? Come like, uh -huh. Yeah, that, it was some crazy SSF, stuff. SSF, man. He used to and, take on yeah. defenders like a madman. Yeah. It was, it like, was ridiculous. And yeah. I just haven't seen... I think when you focus, when you become more of a striker, which it looks... He has become more of a goal scorer, you know, as opposed to the way he used to play. And I think so sometimes... When the game requires you to do something else, you know, 
falling back into those roles is where you know he's having difficulties. Yeah, with. and I think, but when 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 when, when everything is flowing, you know, Sterling, yeah, you know, like the fin- he's finishing as and, a pro. And David, you know? also think so about when everything is flowing. Think about the pressure that he has on him because now that you know that you are replaceable, I think it can take a toll on you psychologically because you know that okay, today if you mess up, or they'll bring on Leroy Sane. Well, not Sane per se, because he's injured. Well, but, Sane okay. is back. He's back. Yeah, now. he's coming back slowly. But yeah, if you mess up, we'll bring on Mares. We'll bring on Bernardo. We'll bring on, you know? And so when that can be, I feel like sometimes it just takes a toll on you. Okay, so then what are you going to do? You're going to go score. You're going to go be a little more careful with the way you play. You don't want to make any mistakes, so on and so forth. You lose that George, confidence. George, George, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think, like, all, this, all that you guys are saying, I, I get it, but I don't think that's, that has to be the reason why. It's just like, like, oh, I think Emeka said this, it was just a dip, it's probably like a dip in form right now. I think that's what's going on with Stellan right now. And also, I read an article that said, his form started to dip when Ateta left um, my city to Arsenal. And like, stop saying things like well, that. Well, because I most like when you so most people like credit. Uh, Ateta was the one that made yes, sure that's, that's, that's cool listen. Though. If you listen, if you follow my city, they'll tell you that a lot. Like Ateta is one person who like played an important role in like improving Stellan's game. So the fact that they said coincidentally, uh, well, no, the fact that he left Man City and went to Arsenal. Well, well, I don't find a way to improve Lacazette's game. Nonsense. Yeah, but that's I'm just saying that's that could be one of the reasons. The other reason could be the fact that he, no, he doesn't really have a lot of competition because again, like he play, he's, the guy has not scored, but he still keeps playing every single game. You understand? Yeah, when Sunday was around, you, when, when, you, you're when, saying he doesn't have competition. Yeah, but boy, he still plays every single game. Like, even when Sonny was around, he was playing more on the right-hand side. But this time, he's more on the left-hand side, right? And then Maris and who Bernardo keeps playing on the, um, on the right-hand side. So that could also be a factor. I actually thought that Bernardo would never be benched like, this season. After what he did last season, are you surprised to see what's going on? Mm. Do you think it's a I mean, direct compliment? Mares Ma- needs more time on the field, and this is what happens when you stack your team. team with too many top notch yeah. players. Yeah. Bernardo puts the it team in is shift stacked. every game. So, Bernardo definitely, on any team, he will be a guaranteed starter every day. But then, like, Mares is sitting on the bench, and Mares is a. Premier League winner with Leicester. He carried Leicester on his back after Kante left and all of that, you know, by himself. He's an African Nations Cup winner. By Morris is a star, you know. So you can't you can't just be benching Morris. So those guys they're sharing the minutes on the right hand side of the forward line, you know. So the good thing that Bernardo has is he can play in the midfield. So I think. Once Silva leaves, you know that's where he will come. That's he will be beside KDB and Rodri in like the midfield, and maybe Mares can fight with Sane for for minutes on the right hand side if Sane doesn't leave. But that's just what happens when you know the the team is super stacked. You you can't always get game time every time. Like today, they bench both Silva and Silva. And also, like, Man City's form, like, has something to do with Stellan's form, too. Because Man City's not scoring that, like, you know, they're not winning games 
week in week out. Yeah, like I, I think yeah, so, that, course, that, all that will factor into Sterling. It just happens that Sterling is more like the guy that stands out because he's not really contributing to anything. At one point, I remember Aguero was not scoring goals too. Like this guy went five six games without scoring goals. But it happens. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Well, thank you, sir. That's that's exactly what Pep said. But going back to what Kyrie said, he said that uh, what's the name? Uh, Sterling has essentially become more of a system player, and <clears throat> and Sterling himself has said that he will not commit his future to the club if Pep does not. And you saying that Pep does not stay anywhere for four or five years? Is there, where is Sterling going? What's the next destination? I I don't know. Actually, I wish I knew him, but like no, I, I don't know what he's gonna end up. Sterling should not leave City because I can't see him going anywhere. Nah, else. Sterling will thrive in my United as soon as they get rid of of Ole. That's that's where. Look, let's be honest. The big boys in England, their final destination. But why would City yeah. sell Sterling to United? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, it is not. It's not something that is uncommon. I mean, there have been players that have played for both City and United, haven't there? Yeah, but like Man City, they have very, 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 very few. And that was in the past when see, there was a huge gap between City and United in terms of. Well, if if a player doesn't want to stay, you ship him out. He can buffer somewhere and come back in. Kind of how, you know, uh, they kind of sent uh, Ronaldo to Inter prior to now joining Madrid. So it is possible, I think, for 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 Sterling to end up in United. I don't think it's far fetched. I think Sterling, if worst case, he might end up in the team like Barcelona. I think that's possible. No, nah, I don't think any English player has thrived in Barca. I'm not gonna lie. He said he's not. I think he might end up because he he even said. I think he mentioned at one time that you know he would like to play in Spain or something like that. You think so he might end up? Do you think he has what it takes? Sterling, yes. Sterling, yeah, he has, bro. He he worked like Sterling is actually a good player. Like I would take Sterling in this current Barcelona team right now. Who who, who who will go out for Sterling? Then. The front line will basically be Messi, Sterling, and uh, we need to get Latour Martinez. Dembele is not fit, so Sterling yeah. could. Would you take yeah. a fit Dembele over Sterling? Hmm. I'll still take Sterling. No, I'll take them. I'll, I'll take Sterling with Dembele. Dembele, like when he plays, when I watch him play, he sometimes when he he has the ball, this guy forgets that you know he's actually playing soccer. He give like you misplace a pass or miscontrol a pass, but then there's always that moment of you know brilliance from him. You always get that from Dembele. But Sterling, like a good Sterling on on form, we saw it last season. And the season before that, like the guy is actually really good, and I rate him over Salah personally. So. Whoa, 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 wow, wow! You could have just said everything and just not said that. I just had to say that because I that's how I feel. Oh. I told you guys I'm going to say how I feel. Oh wow, wow. Well, wow. Yeah. we don't have we don't have enough time to even go. Like what? Okay, George, you have to explain this. What I rate Sterling over Salah. That's my, my opinion. I'll take Sterling in my team than Salah. What can Sterling do that Salah cannot do? That you what can do? Salah do that Sterling cannot do? Score. 
I, you know what, you know what, let's not have this. Dude, that's, that's, I'm being serious, like, uh, I, I mean, me, me, this I, is, this is, this is not going to be a smart argument, this is not going to be, like, you know, a tactical and technical argument, it's going to be, like, feelings. It's not feelings, so, no, I'm, I've been saying this since, like, well, to be honest, to, I, I agree with Kerry, I, I, I think maybe it's just opinion at this point, although I think Salah is a better scorer than Sterling, but notwithstanding, I do not. I would not say that Sterling is a better player, to be honest. Uh, but maybe it's just your preference for style of football. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's what I'm trying to get. That's what I'm trying to get. Like your preference. Like what do you what What do you see? But like that's that's a fair thing. Everyone has their has their opinion. I mean, yeah. let me just quickly say this. Like I've watched both of them, and one of the things that me I like in my players is your first touch has to be clutch. When it comes to first touch, I'm taking Salah over Sterling. Secondly, that's the, why you hit Lukaku. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a, well, Lukaku's first touch is like he's he's playing for high for a high school team or something. And now, like Salah is more, he's just more composed than Sterling. Like I watched Sterling today, there was a pass he was. That's the thing. You're basing. You're basing. Go back no, 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 Sterling does this. Sterling has been, since when has Sterling been missing chances? It's not now. Even in the season, he was doing well. Even when he was scoring, he misses easy chances. He's not as composed. It's just that City, when they are on form, they create so many chances that eventually you will score. You will score. If you're in position, you will score. You're a professional, you will score. But as far as like, in fact, there was a game earlier this season. It was Man City, Atalanta in Champions League. I think Sterling almost got a hat-trick in that game. But he had one easy chance, one-on-one. He missed. Like, Sterling is not composed. Like, you watch him for England, you watch him for City, he misses a lot of chances. In fact, there was a period where people were going in on Sterling for always missing yeah, chances. I, I remember that but, period. Yeah, but City is just that good. They create a lot. Like said, it, comes, it comes down to preference. It's like that that argument that you had with David, where it was not... Well, that's that's right. not preference. That's just the fact. Sterling, like, he, he over overplays passes... You know, he's just not. It's not a preference for me saying Salah is more composed. That's a fact. Salah is more composed. When you watch yeah, him, you see it. I don't see it. That, that's not my preference. But you, you have stopped watching the EPL. So how will you say? I've seen him play in recent season. Recent season, guys. This has this has uh, been this has been fantastic. But there's one last thing I want to say before I close this. I saw I saw Aguero on the field and I saw Gundogan taking a penalty. Aguero has scored his last nine penalties for Manchester City. What is going on there, Mega? Again, like I've said, Pep likely knows something that we don't because that one is truly not explainable given that you know Aguero is your talisman. He's the one. He's the highest goal scorer on the team. You know, for personal accolades, you I think want to just give him that role of penalty taker, just because you know it's going to help him get to the point where he now wins like things like the Golden Boot, etc. So, I genuinely don't know. It's likely maybe because there's something that goes on in training with penalties that Gundogan is maybe the better penalty taker, but it makes 
zero sense to me. So I do not know what's going on, and I hope that they rectify it today, effective immediately, and subsequently, Aguero is the penalty taker, Didi. Because I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I honestly do not understand why Gundogan stepped up. I, I just don't know. Aguero is the penalty taker. Whenever he's on the field, he always takes it. The only time I've seen Gundogan take them is when Aguero is not playing besides today. Exactly. So, so we, that's my point. So what is it that happened today? It's just Pep trying to tweet. That's what him. I'm saying. So we but don't, what, 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 just, Pep? what if Aguero is the one who passed the ball over to Gunnagan to take it? Aguero is striker passed the ball. He didn't pass any he ball. He could have. Like, that is a uh, from the man. I think, so I think a look on his face showed that he wanted to take that penalty. He wanted to take the penalty. Aguero, a striker. Do you know who Aguero That's what I'm is? saying. Sergio? It makes no. That's why I'm saying. There's something Pep knows that we don't. And Pep. It's not about knowing anything. But Emeka, Emeka, I, need to, I need to ask have... you. Emeka, I'm sorry. I need to ask you. People say this, but like Pep has been trying to win a Champions League. He's not the smartest guy in football. Can can I hear people sometimes want to be like it was a Pep mistake? Then they say that oh maybe he knows something that we don't know. Maybe George did it today on his podcast. Like, maybe he was just wrong and needs to, like, he was wrong. I've never heard it. Pep is wrong. So, I, the thing about PK is... Never wrong. Here's the thing. The thing with PK is it's hindsight. It's always hindsight with PK. Yeah, if Gundogan had scored, they would have been okay. Yeah, okay, Gundogan took it. Maybe it's just things, you know, things are going around in Man City. They're just trying to help everybody. Yeah, hindsight. But if Aguero had missed, no one would have said somebody else. True, yeah, true. I agree with that. So, to be honest... Maybe, look, I agree that Pep is not perfect, contrary to what George believes. Um, I do believe that Pep gets things wrong, um, especially sometimes his, 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 his starting 11. Sometimes I see certain picks, I'm like, okay, yo, dude, what are you doing? But notwithstanding, uh, he definitely got that one wrong today. Um, he should have said, Gundogan, leave the ball. We need this right now. We're away at Tottenham. This is not the day to to experiment let's get our our goals and be done with this and Aguero should have been the one to step up especially if not for anything for the fact that he was trying to take it if anything is respect Gundogan just came to the club Aguero has been there for <laughs> how long yes this is even if it's just seniority Aguero deserves it you, see, you know what I'm saying so yeah, yeah I think Pep needs to I think, but they've, they've had like problems with penalty takers like there was this one there was a period where Jesus missed Dylan missed Someone else missed. Uh, I think it was Silva or KDB. One of them missed. And then, yeah, you are, you, are, you are calling names that are not Sergio Aguero. Sergio Aguero has missed crucial penalties too. Gonna... Yeah, no, no. I, 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 I know for a fact that Aguero has not scored. David, you said he, 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 he has scored the last time and nine, the nine last, last nine, nine city penalties is bad. He scored them. nine last city penalties. I've seen him miss. Like, yeah, he, he does miss penalties. Uh, he missed. Obviously, who scores every single penalty? Uh, I've seen him yeah, miss. What does I have seen him miss mean? No, I'm saying like I've, I think I've seen him miss like this season. I've seen him miss a penalty this season. I don't think he has, but I'm not sure. I've not seen Aguero miss a penalty this season. I think it, I think it was in the Champions League. I've seen him miss, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, I see. No. I see a statistic here that says that Sergio Aguero has missed his last four penalties in the Champions League. Wait, did Aguero yeah. miss a penalty against West Ham, guys? Yeah, he did, right? Um, I'm not sure. No, that was his series. That was his series. 
Okay, I wasn't sure. Anyway, I know, I know. I've been missed like he's missed a few in the Champions League. I've seen him miss like it was this season too. Okay, it's 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 perfect. It's fine, but I know Pep has earned this respect because I rarely hear people hear him call him wrong. But guys, it's time. It's time. It's finally time. It's time for the bust of the week segment. In the past, it's crazy, it's crazy how we didn't we didn't really talk about them before. Oh, but but don't worry. This is this is surprise. It's a treat in this uh bust of the week because you know we have to keep it fresh. I don't, oh, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, I know there's not enough time on this podcast for my rant about the Super Bowl, so I don't give it. I'll just give you the bust of the week. The bust of the week, it came close. It came very, very close. I had to double check this because the Uncut 90 has finally got its own bust of the week algorithm that goes in through the league 98 participants and finds the ultimate bust of the week <laughs> so i have the bust of the week in front of me and i know liverpool have been doing a lot i purposely did not want to discuss liverpool because i'm sure everybody on this podcast is a little tired they are very close to the unbeaten record everyone sees it i have to give them a break they are an amazing team but surely we will cover liverpool more in depth but I, I want to be on the podcast on the husband. Yes, absolutely. Liverpool are doing amazing, but they are not VL. But, but yeah. it's time for the bus of the week. So the bus of the week that we have, <laughs> it came, it came very close, very very close. <laughs> but the bus of the week is, Mar- is Mariel Tuck. Oh, thank God! Oh, <laughs> I swear to God, I God, this is six. He was so nervous. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, did your did your algorithm mess up? No, it's actually I messed up. The bus <laughs> <laughs> with twenty six it's Mario Tak had twenty seven points. <laughs> I'm looking at my comment twenty six. That was a long wind-up for a huge mess-up. But, like, Emeka, what do you have to say? <laughs> Again, like I said, I just didn't get to my team. Uh, guys, I want you guys to know that I got a new job. So, I've been doing a lot of... Congratulations, man. Thanks, man. So, I've been looking at a lot of apartments, trying to get my... You know, things have been hacked, you know, hectic, so on. I wasn't even able to get to my team. Uh, but, like I said, I haven't triple caps in the end, and the weekend that I do, I'm going to get 150 points, which... Uh, it's gonna take me back to being top uh, twenty-five in the league. Um, so yeah, I, I really don't think I was the bust of the week. I have to go and validate this and verify because I'm pretty sure I saw a seventeen it's somewhere. Ab- it's, it's absolutely uh, the bust of the week. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's twenty-six, twenty-seven. I was looking at it, but Mario Tak is as the bust adjacent. I'm glad that one Liverpool fan is not having too much. But did he did he do like more than one sub? Yeah, it's all you can go and check for yourself. But like, I'm I'm pretty confident that he had one more points than you. Anyways, Emeka, you've started like a new um category in my bus of the week uh collection. <clears throat> now we have like the booty with the with the four zeros. So you'll be the first inductee in that category. And George, why you mm-hmm. added Kane, uh, George or Carrie? One of you can analyze the team. Preferably Carrie, actually. You have not heard about what. What are your thoughts? For me to look at his yes, team and tell us. 
I mean, honestly, I want to refrain from looking at his team because he doesn't like to listen to anything that I tell him. You know, yeah. whenever I say anything about his team, he would be like, "Oh, I am not that good." And I'm like, okay, fine, no problem. But you know what? So let me take a Yeah, I'll tell you. I have uh, Soyuncu and Evans. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> then I have Trent. Those are the three back. Okay, then in the midfield, I have Adama. I have Sadio Mane, who was hurt. I have KDB. I have Moutinho. And then I have somebody else. And okay, another- so... I mean, I'm looking at your team right now. I can generally say that you forgot to set your team. Oh, I definitely but, did. That's what I'm saying. I just had a lot going on this week. Of course. Well, like, that's an excuse. That's Daniel has not. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Now. yeah, and the, the picks are. Yeah, fine, I, I guess. I mean. They're not fine because <laughs> last week, when. when... <laughs> last week. I said, why have Evans and Sajanko? <laughs> why do that? He, I said, they make a change that. And if he had listened to me when I said that, he wouldn't have had Evans and Sajanko. <laughs> so, he didn't change that. I mean, so, that's not good. And then, last week, Adam Traore managed to have a, a good week. So, he thought, you know, keep playing this guy. No. No, he's a once-in-a-blue-moon guy. Because he's both, because he's both and can run through players doesn't mean oh anything. <laughs> so and then why then now compound it with having Moutinho? You have so many doubles that are not like tactical. Evan Soyunko and Leicester not good. So Traore and Moutinho like not good. If you are doing like a Mane and Oxlade or Mane and Salah, you know guys that you know their teams they score multiple goals. This and they keep they are likely to you know both players are likely to pop or at least one will for sure and the other might have an assist or something in here. But Leicester like last week I remember saying that since the turn of the new year Leicester has been down. You know, pay attention to that. Uh, Wolves Wolves, yeah, they are they are not bad. They're actually given how they've had a very long season starting the Europa League stages and everything. They've done a very, very good job. But the week to week, their players, their most consistent player is Raul, Raul Jimenez. So if you're gonna have a Wolves player, that's who you should have, not Adam Adam. Um, I'm not paying attention day. to anything. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I said I wanted to refrain, but I just when David now said, Oh, it's okay, I I just had to step in and say, No, it is not it's not you can't have Evans and Sejunko and Adama and Moutinho in the same team and expect to not be the bust. So congratulations. I think you've been the bust of the week. Four time. Like I said. Bust. Four like time. I said, I'm not even worried. Like I said, and I'll say it again. I didn't get a chance to set my team because there's a lot going on. So if your team is that good, you know me have to touch it for like a whole month. Like Daniel's team. And he's still not bust of the week. Anyways. You can continue. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not really concerned. I know my ability as a human being. And <laughs> I know that this is just a... I'm like in a Raheem Sterling, like a Z form right now. Stella, most of the time. Every once in a while, I have my down weeks. I'm not mm-hmm. affected by this. You guys don't scare me. So, all I'm going to say is, 
Just look for what I do this coming week. Just watch. You're 79th on the table, America. That's so good. That's good. That's good. So you're 99 people. Yeah, and what are you, George? It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, what are you? No, it matters. I'm asking you. What are you? You're 79. What are you, George? George, George, George. <laughs> George, what are you? Where are you on the table? I'm above you. Yo, yo, yo. Devo, please, where's George on the table? doesn't matter. He's 49th. Ah, 49. Hey, you can't beat it. I'm 48. No, you're 49. 49. Right now, on my phone. Yeah, wow, really 49. So you must be proud of your accomplishments. Two, yeah. 49th out of 100. You're 79. Dude, how, how many points do you have, dude? It doesn't matter. How you're many four, points do you have? Dude, it doesn't have, matter. I, you're right. It doesn't matter. He has 1,253. Exactly. And I have about 1,190. So you're only 40 points ahead of me, aren't you? But you wake up every morning and watch the league. Anyways. <clears throat> so all I know, David, you see what I'm saying? You can see that I'm going to come back. Look, look, listen. Listen, I'm putting up 26 points. I'm not even touching my team. Imagine why I'll put up if I touch my team. I need help with this. Last thing. So if you were going to make transfers this week, who would you have bought, honestly? I know it's hindsight, but I actually do want you to... Oh, absolutely. I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now, I would have brought on Son Heung-min for money. And what a coincidence. He scored today, didn't he? <laughs> and then oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine that you scored. I mean, it says fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have definitely brought him in, and I was likely also going to bring in like a you know, like a defender to get rid of Evan. So I probably would have brought in like a you know, another Liverpool defender, be it Gomez or Rudiger, right? Uh, or Yermina, one of them. No, no, no. Gomez or, 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 you know, one of the, one of the, maybe Robertson, although he would have been expensive. You feel me? So I would have brought in the defender to get rid of Evans, also Yunchu, and then I would have brought in a, a replacement for Mane, honestly. That so was that my have, plan. That would have been another minus four. Uh, well, <coughs> it could have been. Maybe I'd have just done one sub. You never know. You know, I'm very clever with these things. So I'm looking at I... your game week history. You've taken minus four in your last, what, three weeks? Yeah. And you, Okay, oh, okay, then you didn't make okay, okay, so you've taken okay. That's that's also something I told him to stop doing, stop taking negatives, but he never listens. So go ahead. And then, if you if you notice, he always loses by one point to be, to be the boss. So that's your negative four, always making you the boss. Are you guys done or you finished? I'm just saying, like, you, you got 19 points. The challenge is still on, by the way. I'm willing to give out. I'm willing to actually up the stake, like $25. So, um, yeah. Your challenge is still on 19 points. Curry created a whole team just to beat that challenge, and he hasn't done it. So, I don't think FPL is for you, man. I think you should try something else next season. Try something else. George, can we make, let me make a promise to you right now. Should we put him on? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> put him on your nets. At the end of the season, I'll be above you on the table. You want to bet? <laughs> okay. Uh, we keep... I will be keeping this. Oh, you want to? Yes. You want to do this? Yeah, yeah let's can... do this. At the end of the season, George, I'll be ahead of you. On the table. How, 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 how much? How much you want to wager? Let's wager hundred bucks. I can do fifty. 
No, go okay, bigger, go Okay, home. okay. We don't need to do the actual transaction. I'm just saying I can remember and tell you guys. You guys can do your deal, your shady deals off air. Okay, guys. We've gotten to that time. The final thoughts. Carrie, I'll, I'll, I'll give it over to you. All right. So, once again, <clears throat> we have seen that there's no hope for anyone else. We congratulate Liverpool. They are definitely going to win the league. They've been gallant, you know. Yeah. We thought maybe City could go to Tottenham and win to keep it alive, but unfortunately that wasn't the case, you know. So, but they will solidify second. Like I said last week, is a battle from third down, you know. As a United fan, we're in like you know how when they say hope and pray, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 the situation we find ourselves right now, you know. So we just hope that some of the things we've done, you know, can uh, materialize, and uh, the boys can start scoring. Challenge for top four, but yeah, that's that. As far as FPL, you know, I you know, <clears throat> I've been dropping myself, so you know, I'm going to. And now is uh, from February on, from around you know mid February to March on. They, I know they, we we call it the squeaky bum time, you know. So some 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 crazy things, some crazy scorelines are about to start happening, you know. The relegation battlers, everybody fighting for final position. So I will also step up my game in the fantasy and you know garner enough points. So Chief Chibi at the top. Let him know that guys are coming for him. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening once again. Okay. Awesome, man. Awesome. George, your final thoughts? Uh, my final thoughts is... Um, ah, this is going to be... We didn't get to talk about Liverpool, but... Um, we, we, we talk about Liverpool enough, trust me. Yeah, I, I honestly don't want to talk about Liverpool. It's I just fine. want to emphasize on how, you know, there's the whole a, there's, there's, there's an implosion going on at City. Liverpool is just the same story. Amazing A-plus across the board. Yeah, mostly by VAR calls or, like, okay, okay. the FBA. See, I, I didn't want to get to conspiracy theories with you. <laughs> it's not conspiracy theories. <laughs> this is what's happening. But, yeah, I mean... They won the first VL Champions League. They won the first VL EPL. I should actually tell you a lot. I'm not going to congratulate them. I feel like, you know, if the FA really wanted, like, a level playing field, the league could have been more competitive. But it didn't happen, so that's fine. Uh, what else I want to talk about? I want to say uh, Man City and... I want to talk about Barcelona, actually. We have a new coach now. And, you know... Usman Demille is coming back from injury. You know, we, we have a good shot at the um at, at the Champions League. I was watching us today. We're playing really well. So there, there's that. Who are you playing today? It doesn't matter. We play Levante. Okay. So, okay, all right, no problem. Yeah, we usually don't win against Levante, by the way. Okay, okay, okay. Did no you guys sound like 8-0 once? No, it doesn't. But they, they beat us twice. Like, oh, that, that's why it's... No problem. That's fine. 
uh, what else? Are I want to talk about how the EPO is also declining slowly. The only people that are actually holding the EPO right now is Klopp and Pep. And once those people, once those two coaches leave, you're gonna have the likes of Ole and Lampard and probably Steven Gerrard and com- company and friends fighting for top four and the league and whatnot. There's so much wrong with this statement, George. Look, we are gonna have a segment recorded. Next week. <laughs> EPO is slowly declining. So, I, I, I want our audience to know we're going to have some segments coming out, and we have people like George tell us why the EPL... He's been fighting this fight for years, basically. So, yeah, that's a very long last thought, too. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry. George, your segment is going to come out sometime yeah. this week, and you can tell us more final thoughts. It's all conspiracy theories. It's not. It's not. You choose to believe it or not. Uh, I'm also looking, I also want to say, <clears throat> this season uh, it's not been the best for me in um, FPL. Um, mostly because I'm not watching the league and, you know, I've not been really active. But it's fine. Next season, we'll bounce back. But this season, I'm definitely going to finish top four. I mean, top ten. So, yeah. That's all I got to say. And the 19-point challenge is still on. If you guys want to <laughs> Participate, just reach out to us on Twitter and we'll send you the league code to join and everything. The 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 the, the prize went up to twenty five dollars. So yeah. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you for that. Emeka. Final thoughts. Yeah, so I just wanna first of all, Judge, I, I hold you in very low regard. I think you know this by now. But it's fine. So <laughs> First and foremost, I want to say that I have a popping list for you guys for the next game week. Uh, this list that I give you is a definite list of goal scorers that will be scoring next week, Saturday. or Well, this coming Saturday, likewise, Sunday as well. Um, especially in the Sheffield game, I want you guys to now all go get this player called Fleck. Oh my god, I have to. <laughs> oh my god, You gotta go get Fleck. And actually, my boy Moose, I call him Moose, you know. Moose, exactly. And then obviously, City in retaliation. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. You told us to go get the Aston Villa striker. What's his name? Wesley. <laughs> Carry you on this podcast. I man. never said you guys should get Wesley. No. Come on, okay, Emeka, please remember I said El Ghazi and I said Grealish. I said McGinn. In my mind, I in my <laughs> the name Wesley never came up. Yo, you guys, wow. you guys you, cannot disrespect you, you, you said you Wesley said, and uh, El Ghazi. You said El Ghazi, but you definitely said I did exactly. I said El Ghazi. I did not say Wesley. So thank you so much. That's one. And then two, don't worry, Aston Villa players are not playing. City is going to give West Ham five goals next weekend. Five goals. Five goals. I'm telling you guys right now, Aguero is going to score two, so you guys better captain Aguero. And Brahim is actually I think you should keep these these goals you think will happen. Save them for yourself and use them for your team. Please, just use them on your team. Make sure you're not the boss of the weekend. Don't come back in. The boss, please. That's all I'm gonna say. So, and 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 I also want to say, you know, for my fans out there, don't worry, I'm gonna make a comeback. As you know, the bad we boys team Do Seven, you know how we do. Like, I'm not playing no games. Like, this is what I do. I bounce back. And my bad boys, look, it's all it's all the white boys causing on my team. You see, Moutinho. All these okay, guys, okay. Uncut Nike does not endorse any racism, or you know. 
stuff like oh, yeah. that. We, we don't. We, we, we call that team Deal Zero. Yeah, GD, you gave us the plan too. But guys, it's been an honor, a pleasure. I've had a lot of fun stepping in for the uh, the tonight. I hope everything was amazing for you guys as well. Thank you very much. And hopefully we'll talk again. Yeah. Next Pep week. is a genius. <laughs>